I was inspired by the solemnity, beauty, and reverberant qualities of the space, and the great lengths that the creators of this memorial went to in order to express adequate honor and respect. I had a great uncle who died in World War I, and this knowledge made the building very significant to me. I have his cigarette lighter made from two British coins, which I thought of often as I wrote this. Since this is a veterans memorial and was built after World War I, there are references to taps and reveille in the natural harmonics played by the cello, and much of the melodic material is based on the popular World War I song, Over There. The intent is to take the listener from somewhat turbulent memories, real or imagined, to optimism and hope. Those are the words of composer Elizabeth Start on her piece, To Remember, To Believe, which we're hearing performed live in a decidedly non-traditional concert environment. In fact, it's being performed at the Elks Memorial. If you've ever driven on Lakeshore Drive in Chicago and taken the Diversity exit, driven west, right at the top of Lincoln Park, you've seen it. It's a dome, a big dome. You may not even know what it is. It is a memorial to veterans who served and who lost their lives in World War I. That piece, To Remember, To Believe, is being performed live as part of Open House Chicago. Welcome to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted. Today's program is called Open House. I'm featuring audio that was recorded in a variety of different buildings in Chicago and in Barcelona as part of the Open House project. This is a project that my company, Access Contemporary Music, produces every year. It really is our mission to bring contemporary music to as many new people as possible. So how do you do that? What can you do? Well, one of the things you can do is you can leverage successful events that already exist. And Open House is absolutely one of those. It began in London, oh, about 20 some odd years ago. And it's basically a celebration of architecture in your city. It gives people an excuse to be a tourist in their own town. It spread to Chicago in 2011. Open House reached out to us and asked us if we wanted to have a musical component. We've done it ever since, and it's been a huge success. So we commissioned composers to write music inspired by buildings. We put musicians in the buildings, and on the day of open house, they play the piece of music about every 15 minutes or so. And the idea is that it's not a traditional concert environment. So this is not the normal scrubbed clean audio that we have on the program. This is right out there in the field. We're going to bring you into these buildings. So on today's program, I'm going to play some of my favorites over the years. It's going to be a lot of fun. First up is a piece by composer Tim Corpus that was inspired by the Women's Lounge at Union Station. When Union Station was going to be in the Open House Project, I just was so excited. I really wanted to include it. At one time, it was the busiest train station in America. It's, it's just a fantastic space. It's built in a, in a Rococo design. It's very much a classicist design, which so much of Chicago buildings are in. If you think of Daniel Burnham, all the great buildings that were put up in the 1910s, 1920s, right around the turn of the century. It's just a marvelous building. But then the little cherry on top of the Sunday was that they were going to open up the fabled Women's Lounge. This is a room that had been closed for decades. I mean, probably 70 years back when the waiting lounges were, were segregated by gender. Uh, and they haven't used it for any other reason. In fact, I had the great opportunity to go through the space, be given a tour of the space before open house. And it was amazing. I mean, to see the stuff that's been stored in there for decades, it was just a really, really incredible experience. So what Tim decided to do, because the space had been closed since before he was born, he had no personal connection to the space. He decided to try to find a letter by somebody who might have written it from the women's lounge or who had an experience in Chicago in the 1930s when the Women's Lounge was open. The letter was written by Gertrude Adler, known as Trudel. She was a young immigrant from Germany, and the letter was written on July 10th, 1934. Tim says, this simple letter is a small look into the ordinary life of a young woman finding her way in 1930s Chicago. 
To me, this letter embodies the excitement and grandeur of Chicago from the point of view of a young lady. Special thanks to Leonard Grossman, one of Trudell's sons, who let me use his mother's letter. Here are Desiree Miller, cello, alongside Christy Miller, no relation, clarinet, to perform Letters Home by Tim Corpus. This is the first time anybody who was hearing this music had been in the women's lounge in their lifetime, the first time it had ever been open.
That's music that was performed live at Union Station in the Women's Lounge. So this is not our normal audio for relevant tones here. This is not professionally produced audio. We're actually bringing you into the field, into the venue. You are in the Women's Lounge on Open House Chicago 2014, listening to this being performed live. We heard Desiree Miller, cello, and Christy Miller, clarinet, performing a piece called Letters Home by Tim Corpus. Let's go now from Union Station, the former rail hub of America. We're going to go east over to Lakeshore Drive in the Gold Coast neighborhood of Chicago for a building called the International Museum of Surgical Sciences. This is a fascinating place for so many reasons. The museum is actually housed in a mansion that was built in 1917, modeled after one of the many, many mansions and summer homes of Louis XIV, the Sun King. So this is already a, a huge statement for a wealthy person. He's modeling this home after the ultimate sort of show off of French wealth and aristocracy, Louis XIV. But it goes even further than that because it was built specifically to be given to a young girl on the occasion of her debutante, her coming out at her 16th birthday. If you can imagine this kind of present for somebody on their 16th birthday. I don't know what I got for my 16th birthday. I actually can't remember, but it wasn't a mansion. At any rate, it's also said to be haunted. So this is a, a fascinating building. You, you can imagine a composer just running wild with this building. And certainly Michael Miller wrote a great piece. His piece is called The Caduceus Fantasy, and if you know what the Caduceus is, it's the two serpents intertwined. It is the international symbol of medicine. This was the symbol of Asclepius, the Greek god of healing. And also, interestingly enough, Asclepius, along with Hippocrates and a lot of ancient figures of medicine are enshrined in the so-called Hall of Immortals. There are these huge statues of legendary figures in medicine on either side of this walkway or aisle. It's, it's a very impressive location and, and homage to the sort of godlike figures of medicine and healing. And then at the end of this, you have two musicians who are performing this piece about every 15 minutes for tours of people who are coming through as part of Open House Chicago. Let me just read a little bit of what Michael says about his piece. He says, my piece for the International Museum of Surgical Science is an homage to the art and practice of medicine in a style inspired by the gorgeous old mansion housing the museum. I wanted to make a piece that could seem as old as the building itself, so the style is as if written by an imaginary composer a hundred or so years ago in the era of Richard Strauss and Gustav Mahler. Let's go now to the International Museum of Surgical Sciences in the Hall of Immortals for a performance of Caduceus Fantasy by Michael Miller. We're gonna hear Jeff Yang on violin, and Allison Berger, cello, performing as part of Open House 2013.
That's a piece performed live at the International Museum of Surgical Sciences in the Hall of Immortals. You have to imagine this scene. Actually, you don't have to imagine this scene. If you want to, you can go to relevanttones.com and you can see the video of this. So this was a performance live as part of that project in 2013. We heard Caduceus Fantasy by Michael Miller performed live by Allison Berger cello and Jeff Yang violin. Let's travel now from a mansion that was modeled after the style of a Louis XIV summer home and then converted into a museum housing surgical implements over the years to the God Box, as it's lovingly called by students at the Illinois Institute of Technology. This building is actually the Carr Chapel, C-A-R-R, -R, and it was the only religious project that Mies van der Rohe ever worked on in his long career. It is a non-denominational building. It is absolutely one of the most simple designs I've ever seen, which should not surprise you if you know the work of Mies van der Rohe. This is the less is more person after all, uh, but he really took that aesthetic to an extreme in the car chapel. And although it's non-denominational, I really do feel that there is a sense of spirituality pervading the building. It is a place where people walk in and immediately fall into a hushed tone. And it certainly inspired the composer Katrina Burton, who lives in Edinburgh, Scotland, came all the way over to Chicago to be present at Open House Chicago. Here's what she says about it. A fan of modernist architecture, I particularly admire Mies van der Rohe's work, not only his architectural designs, but his skill as a craftsman, revealed in his exemplary understanding of materials, such as those employed in the design of Carr Chapel. My score for solo cello embodies Mies' aesthetic of less is more, establishing a powerful yet contemplative atmosphere, one which creates space and invites the listener to focus on individual musical tones and their properties much the same way that a closer inspection of the materials in the chapel, such as the travertine marble altar, the terrazzo floor, and the oak panels, rewards us by revealing further beauty and elegance. As Mies said, God is in the detail. Here is William Jason Rainovich to perform For Mies by Katrina Burton. And again, this is live at the Carr Chapel as part of Open House Chicago 2014.
That's a piece called Four Mies, music inspired by the Car Chapel, Mies van der Rohe's only religious project, and it was performed live inside the Car Chapel by William Jason Rainovich playing solo cello there. The piece was by Katrina Burton, a Scottish composer, and she traveled all the way from Edinburgh to be there for Open House Chicago 2014. It was a really successful project. Many, many people came to the Car Chapel. It's a beautiful building, and like she said in her program notes, it has a lot of really interesting details that don't hit you at first. You have to spend some time in the building. And I felt the same way about her piece. There are these little things in the music that come out the more that you hear it. But people really, really responded well to the performance and to the music. And Jason, my friend, William Jason Rainovich on the cello, he had a, a very theatrical performance style that works very well. Again, you can see the video at relevanttones.com. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. I'm having a great time on today's program featuring audio recorded live as part of Open House Projects. This is a celebration of architecture, and since 2011, Access Contemporary Music has commissioned composers to write music inspired by several of the spaces and then have it performed inside those spaces on the days of the events. So this is some really fun audio on the program today. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or for a playlist of today's program, or to watch videos of these wonderful open house pieces, you can visit relevanttones.com. Today's kind of an unusual program in many ways. The audio that I'm featuring is not the normal commercial releases. This is not audio that was recorded in a recording studio, poured over by engineers, mastered, made to sound as, as, as pristine and beautiful as it can. This is audio that was recorded absolutely on the fly in live concerts. But even so, they weren't even in concert venues. They were in different venues around the city of Chicago and one in Barcelona as part of Open House. Again, this is a project that started in London as a celebration of architecture but is now in, I think, something like 30 cities around the world. It came to Chicago in 2011, and I was really, really excited because the Chicago Architecture Foundation, who puts on Open House Chicago, asked me if I would work with them on behalf of my company, Access Contemporary Music, and we've worked with them every year since. So we commission composers to write music inspired by the spaces, and then we put musicians in those buildings to perform the pieces about every 15 minutes or so as people come through. So this has been a really great way for us to achieve our mission of bringing contemporary classical music to new audiences, but it's also just a lot of fun. So on today's program, I'm featuring a lot of pieces that were written for Open House Chicago and performed in those venues. First piece I want to play in the second half of the program was written for the Madliner House, which is a mansion in Chicago. We're back now in the Gold Coast neighborhood, which is the site of so many mansions. There were many buildings like the Driehaus Museum, the Madliner House, that were built in the late 1800s, early 1900s. This is when American prosperity was perhaps at its height. Certainly at that time, this was the Gilded Age, certainly an age of excess. People were building these amazing mansions, giving them to their daughters on their 16th birthdays, <laughs> things like this. It was definitely an age of excess. And then, of course, the Depression hit, and you had, well, a lot of empty mansions in the 1940s and 50s. They got repurposed into other things. And in 1956, the Madliner House was purchased by the Graham Foundation, which is a foundation that supports architects. So, of course, it's central to the Chicago Architecture Foundation and to the Open House Project. It was really great that we were able to feature it. It's a beautiful building as well. The piece is by Sarah Wald, a Chicago composer, and she says the 18th century divertimenti were light in character and were performed during social functions, often outdoors. Thus, my short divertimento for flute and cello is in much the same vein, albeit with an updated harmonic language. The piece is intended to animate the architectural space and to provide a lively accompaniment to visitors' experience at Madliner House. 
I also aimed to mimic the building's architecture in my music. Divertimento, like Madlener House itself, contains many ornate touches within a simple overall form. Here are flutist Gabby Vargas and cellist Allison Berger to perform Divertimento for Flute and Cello by Sarah Wald, performed live at the Madlener House for Open House Chicago 2014. <laughs> Thank you. 
Divertimento for Flute and Cello by Sarah Wald. Divertimento is a light piece. It's really a dance-like piece for the nobility in the 18th century, which I think is fitting because it was performed live at the Madliner House, which was built by Chicago nobility in 1902. It's now the Graham Foundation, which is an organization that supports architects and architecture. So a fitting member of Open House Chicago. The piece was performed there by Gabby Vargas on flute and Alison Berger on cello as part of Open House 2014. We worked with Open House Chicago, as I said, since 2011. And then in 2015, we were approached by Doors Open Milwaukee, which is a similar event in Milwaukee. And so we've worked there for a couple of years. And I found out around the same time that Barcelona has an open house project. And I was very excited because just personally, I have this Barcelona thing. <laughs> I just have this connection with that city. I remember the first time I went there, I, I just fell in love. I'm not the only one. It's just a magical place. And I loved it. And as soon as I heard there was an open house project in Barcelona, I just wanted to work with them in the worst possible way. This year, in 2016, we did get to work with Open House Barcelona. It was so exciting. And as a composer, for myself, I had never done any of the Open House projects. I always stayed out of it. I commissioned other composers. But boy, you know, when we got Barcelona, I just said, okay, Seth, <laughs> this is it. You're going to write one of these pieces. And so I'm going to play that piece now. And this is also the first time I've ever played a piece of mine on relevant tones. So this is kind of a momentous occasion here. The building is called the Casa de Miquel, and it was designed by a disciple of Antoni Gaudi. It has that very same style, but then it also has a more classicist approach, especially in the cupola. The building was a hotel. It's now been converted into private residences, and when you go in, it's essentially just a, a large oval-shaped lobby, and you look up, and there are all these balconies, maybe 15 balconies going up. It's almost a dizzying look, and there's the cupola at the top, this beautiful, ornate cupola, and so we were performing at the bottom of the space, and it was a magical day because what they decided to do was to do it as a series of guided tours. So they were letting 120 people in at a time, and this woman would explain to them all about the building and the architecture, and then I, in my halty Spanish, <laughs> would tell them about the piece, and the musicians would play it. We repeated this throughout the day for three hours. It remains... I just one of the most incredible artistic experiences of my life. So I'm going to play the piece for you now. The musicians are wonderful. They're from the Morphosis Ensemble, an ensemble I've worked with in Barcelona before. They are Francesc Guzman on violin and Monica Mari cello. I simply titled the piece Mas de Miquel. Here is a live performance from Open House Barcelona 2016. <laughs> Thank mm -hmm. you. 
That's a piece that I wrote. It's called Mas de Miquel, and it's inspired by the building, Casa Mas de Miquel in Barcelona. This is on the Avinguda Diagonal, one of the most famous streets in Barcelona. And you can watch the video if you want by going to relevanttones.com. I worked with this amazing videographer, Sophie Kuhler. She's a, a German person who's been living in Barcelona for 20 years. Her Catalan is perfect. Her English is perfect. <laughs> and her video is perfect, in my opinion. It captures everything from the enormous line outside the building of people waiting to get in to, uh, again, when you walk inside, it's a series of balconies that go up really, really high, capped by a cupola at the top 
really ornate cupola. And Sophie has a lot of video from the bottom looking up, some video looking at the musicians, but also some video from the top looking down. And it, it's just, it's wild. It's really, really wonderful. So you can see that and all of the videos for the pieces that we featured on the program today at relevanttones.com. Master Mikel was performed live in the building by Francesca Guzman, violin, and Monica Mari on cello. That was part of the 2016 Open House Barcelona project. Just happened in late October. We have time for one more work, so I'm going to play a piece by Chicago composer Eric Malmquist. This is a piece for soprano and cello, and it was performed in the beautiful Poetry Foundation Center. If you haven't been there, it's in Chicago on Superior Street, and it is a gorgeous, gorgeous building. They've done it exactly right, I think. This is a center that's devoted to poetry. It is where they house the poetry magazine, all the old issues, everything. It's a beautiful place. It's recessed from the street, and it's designed so that you can't hear any street noise whatsoever. It's a great place for meditation, to read poetry, and it's a great place, I think, to perform music. This was the second time that we had worked with the Chicago Architecture Foundation on Open House Chicago, and it was really successful. We put the cellist, David Keller, up on a balcony, and the soprano, Juliet Petrus, was free to stroll through the Poetry Center singing the wonderful piece by Eric Malmquist for the people who were there as part of Open House Chicago. The piece is in three parts. It's called simply Poetry, and the parts are simply called A, B, and C. So here are Juliet Petrus, soprano, with the cellist David Keller to perform parts A and B of Poetry by Eric Malmquist.
That's music from a live performance at the Poetry Foundation Center in Chicago as part of the second ever Open House Chicago, a collaboration with Access Contemporary Music. We heard David Keller playing cello up above on the balcony inside the building. And we heard Juliet Petrus, the soprano, who was kind of roaming freely about the building as she sang this wonderful music by Eric Malmquist. The text, appropriately enough, is by Arthur Davison Fick, and it was first published in Poetry Magazine. We heard setting A and setting B of a piece simply titled Poetry. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis and additional production help provided by Rebecca Neidstedt. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.